Welcome to the Tim Fowler Show, where production is paramount and we discuss the tools, time, and people associated with getting jobs done and making a profit. On today's episode of the Tim Fowler Show, we will be talking about getting a handle on training with the help of special guests. Chris Peterson of Schlegel Design Remodel in Kansas City, Missouri. Alongside Tim Fowler, I'm your co-host, Steve Wheeler. Here is the Tim Fowler Show. Hey, everyone. Tim Fowler here, and welcome to the Tim Fowler Show. So, if you've got ideas, send them in. A big part of this show is responding to what you want us to talk about. So, usually podcasts that we do have a very specific direction or topic that we um, are trying to hit. And this one's about training. But the way this this podcast came about was I called our guest. I was talking to him about bringing on a new production manager, not new to the company, but somebody that they were moving from a project manager to a production manager. And I was just thinking of talking to him about how that's happening and what's going on with that. And then we just started talking about training within the company overall. And then he casually mentioned something about starting Schlegel University. And I went like, "Uh uh-oh, we got to have a conversation about that. So this uh, episode today is, is sort of a bunch of different topics, and I'm sure it'll range a little bit, but it is really training and about moving people up within a company. And what I found really interesting about what's going on at Schlick is that they've had one of the better years and they've focused on training. And I'm not sure about the exact correlation, but I know for many, many companies, Training is more about a management tool when things aren't going very well. And so you have companies that say, man, we lost a lot of money last year. We better do some training or, you know, our jobs aren't running as smoothly as we would like them to. So we better do some training. And here we have a company who is doing very well. Uh, They've they've, uh, just been able to execute their jobs. Well, I'm sure there's little blips here and there but there's definitely a focus on training. And so that's what we wanted to kind of talk about today. Steve? So let's get back to our guest, Chris Peterson with Schlegel Design Remodel in Kansas City, Missouri. Chris has been with the company for over 23 years. He he started in the field as a carpenter, lead carpenter, project manager, production manager, and in 2018 purchased the business with his partner, Charlie Schlegel. He has seen the need for better training from many different angles, and he's here today to talk to us. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks, Steve. Tim, it's good to be here. Hey, welcome back. So give us just a little bit more about exactly what your role is there now. Sure. So my title is Vice President of Production, um, which really is, I guess, is more of a leadership role. Um, Doug Drury has taken over more of my role as production manager. So uh, little by little, I'm adding uh, more to his plate. Sorry. Yeah, so we, we just had a podcast that we recorded that we were talking about leadership versus management and how leadership is a really key thing that's often missing in companies. And so 
so let's just jump right into the topic. So why the emphasis on training? In my introduction, I alluded to the fact that a lot of companies jump on training as a problem solver. Why the emphasis on training when you guys have had such a good year? Right. Yeah. Um, great point. Uh, and, and until you brought that up, I hadn't looked at it that way, but it is, we had, this is our third uh, kind of record breaking year in a row. Um, and each year we put a little more time, energy, and money into training. Um, when I started, it was, I joke, you, you used to work with Bill, you know, you'd work with Bill for two years and he showed you how he did things. Well, there were only three or four of us in the field. So that, that model worked then, but uh, we've yeah. got 45, 46, seven, eight guys in the field now. So to get consistency at all levels, um, whether from quality standpoint, from communication standpoint, everything, um, we realized that, that the training was imperative. So, um, so yeah, it's, it kind of started there. Um, we, our onboarding has grown a little bit. We're trying to do a better job of bringing everybody up to at least the base level before we send them in the field. Um, but there is a fair amount of this that is on-the-job training. Um, right. So there's a fair amount of that. Um, as you mentioned, um, you know, first it was the transition of Doug into production manager role. Um, that was a pretty easy uh, transition because Doug had worked in every position I'd worked in. He was, he was one position behind me for the last 15 years. Okay. So he knew all these roles. So more of my training with him is on a weekly basis. And a lot of it is, at that point, is reactionary. Once I lay out how to run a meeting or what the schedule looks like, he takes it from there. And then I sort of just coach or lead, as I say, at that point. Right. Um, so that, that then brings us to Schlegel University. Um, okay. So let's, let's, let's kind of drop back a little bit here. Okay. I just want to, I just want to see, I think it's intuitively true, but are do you feel like you can make a connection between the time that you've spent training previous to Slagle University and the success of the company and having a better year. Is that, I mean, it just seems intuitive to me, but I don't want to leave it to speculation. Do you feel like that's a real connection? Yes. Yes, I do. And, and my hope is that because it's, it's been uh, baby steps up till now. I mean, this okay. year we are really making an effort. There's a committee, there are several of us that are, you know, for years it's sort of been uh, my, just an idea, you know, and yeah, I'd mess around with it in my spare time and, and never really moved the ball, never really moved it forward. So okay. um, last, at the end of the last year, uh, Charlie and I sort of committed, you know, our team has been asking for more training. They want more development. Right. Um, so we, we made that one of our, you know, our goals this year was to spend more time and money with it. Um, and one of the commitments from our year end meetings was the Schlegel University. So um, we've got five or six folks on board right now to sort of drive it. So it's not just one person holding it up. Okay. So, are you at liberty to share a percentage of dollars uh, that you have budgeted for the training for the company? Um, yeah. Even, I mean, even if it's just a rough number. Yeah. It's a, it's a small percentage. I mean, it would be less than 1%. Okay. Um, but it's, we're doing a lot of volume. So that one, I mean, it's yeah. we're spending a fair amount of money on it. And, and yeah. we do ask some of our team members, um, you know, the after hours quarterly training is it's going to be voluntary. It's, it's on okay. their time. Um, so some of this we are doing, um, you know, our quarterly all meets, uh, we're going to meet one hour before those with the entire team. So that's an investment. Everyone's on the clock. Um, and, and those will be, you know, the mandatory meetings, um, right. after that, we're, we're requesting that everybody do at least one voluntary, um, quarterly meeting. Um, so, and this is not just our production staff, you know, we had, um, 
our, our tile setter came in last month and spent two hours going over high level, you know, different types of mortar, different trial sizes, as much as he could cover it in two hours. Wow. But we had some office staff there too. So they're learning a little bit more about the terminology. They're probably not going to be in the field laying tile. Right. Um, if an invoice comes through for them to, to speak knowledgeably uh, to those of us in the field, um, we think there's going to be some good cross-functional training there. Wow. So for Doug, up from project manager to production manager you mentioned much of that is sort of reactionary because he's already pretty familiar with your processes and systems just give us a little bit about that then we'll jump into schlegel university okay sure yeah well like i say it started out um probably three years ago some of this transition to doug and it was little by little maybe at first he just ran the production meeting um and i was still a heavy part of that that production meeting Right. Um, and little by little, it transitioned more and more to where we actually got to a point. I stopped going to those meetings, um, <laughs> which was fine. But yeah. I realized we were a little bit more removed from, from what was going on, you know. So now we're asking a lot of questions. So we both started going to those meetings uh, and I go to the sales meetings as well. So the production and sales stay on the same page as we as we move forward. OK, cool. So so if I can just kind of encapsulate a little bit, I I know you had the luxury of having somebody there and you could kind of slowly transfer. I'd just like to make the point that even if someone hires on, I think it ought to be a relatively slow transition because there's so much to learn uh, about a company and with a company as opposed to, Hey, glad you're here. You're the production manager. Have fun. You know, <laughs> absolutely. No valid point. I mean, it's just this year that I'm starting to add in. He's getting to see more of the metrics and the numbers and um, how, how the, you know, the production, the schedule of the job ties into the profitability of the job. Up right. till now, I've really made his focus quality in the field, okay. number one, because yep. um, that has been up and down or, or the, um, the persistence on it has been up and down. So right. I got that feedback. I said, that's your priority. You get, Doug was always a really good hands-on finished carpenter. So to get him back in the field and making sure that quality is, is a number one was huge. So uh, it was, that's where it started. And then it was scheduling. He kind of took over, um, more of the, you know, part of the long-term schedule. Um, and, and now we're adding in more of the financials and, and trying to get him more involved with that. So, um, this year actually changed his year end incentive a little bit to be more tied to gross profit percentage, um, with a tiered system there. So, uh, cool. he, he directly impacts that gross profit. So the, the more he can drive that, the more his income goes up. Cool. All right. Let's talk about the university. Sure. So what what drove getting this started? And I may, maybe just to start with, what is it? What is sure. the basic structure of this university? Well, so it's it's a lot of things, um, but it's right now it's we're, we're sort of again it, it's in its infancy. We're structuring it right now. Um, we're we're setting up you know who meets when they meet, um, how many what the expectation is, how many sort of units per year. Um, it's tied to our, uh, actually something I got from Adams and Beasley. It's a trifold that has skills and tools and uh, several different things with different check boxes. Um, so they're, each person is required to go through 15 of those check boxes per year as they advance through the, you know, up the, up the career path, um, as well as one um, after hours, two hour um, session. Some of them will be here at our office. Some of them will be at the Nary office. So we're using different, avenues to get these, these, these credits, if you will. Um, you know, again, the last one was uh, our tile setter came in and spent a couple hours with us. Um, I know we have our in-house architect on board to go over plan reading. 
Um, and, you know, this is something that, that we, we did with her years ago and then it, we just dropped it. And again, um, we're going to, you know, it's going to be one of the mandatory meetings. Um, she's got a little test that's like 10 questions that's <laughs> written, um, which we, we used as part of our pre-employment, uh, pre-hire process too over the years. So um, that's another one. You know, some of them will be soft skills, um, you know, first impressions, um, walking through a project with a client, um, presenting the, the zero punch list. So it's, it's everything from, you know, um, there'll be some basic financial um, literacy to it. So it covers a lot of different aspects, as well as it'll get into the real hands-on of, you know, drywall, finished tile, uh, right. crown molding, uh, those kinds of things as well. So the way I'm understanding it, and uh, the problem with podcasts is you can't see stuff, but the way I'm understanding it is there's like a list of, of skills and they're going to be required to be able to check off 15 of those skills every year. So it's, it's going to be a cumulative uh, curriculum, if you will. Correct. Now, will there be, will there be stages like first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, or something like that? Or is it pretty much just whatever they feel like they need to get? Yeah. I mean, at this point, again, as we're sort of developing this, it's just an overall. And, and it was one of those okay. that like, we got to do something, you know, right. I kind of say like, get out of my own way. You know, like I've been talking <laughs> about this for years and was going to draft this beautifully executed thing and, and it just never happened. So it's kind of like, look, some of this training is already happening. So, so that's right. the other thing. Like don't overthink it. Some of this, if you show somebody in the field how to do something, that's training. Right. So we're trying to, you know, formalize that more. So that it, and you know, coming up with creating a standards book is part of that. You know, that's our standards book is way outdated, but um, <laughs> redeveloping that and establishing that so we can sit down and say, here's the, here's the type of product we use in this application. Here's the flashing detail. So everyone's doing things the same way. Yeah, we uh, did a podcast recently with a, a gentleman from Connecticut named Ian, and he was talking about having. Uh, PDF files that showed details and using those on site and giving them to people to train ahead of time. They can look at it and say, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like. And then when they come on the job site, the training is that much easier because there's a standard for it that's written down. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And you know, you, you, I think I sort of avoided a question earlier. You said, you said what, sort of what started all this? Yeah, a lot, it, a lot of it stems to the challenge of hiring good skilled trades right now. You know, the, right. it, the labor pool is so short that back in the day we would just hold out. We'd wait for the next great lead carpenter to come along, and that was the the the, the guy or gal that could you know cut a rafter, could cut a stair jack, could install cabinets, could run a crown, could finish the drywall, lay tile the backsplash, um, and they were really good with the client, you know, and the subcontractors. Well, those people are few and far between now, so. Right. Um, we got to a point where it was really going to stifle our growth. Um, and we kind of said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing some really good people here, I think. I think. Yeah. Um, and and I, I think we can train them. So um, we took kind of took a risk on a couple of people and it's really paid off, um, which then it's sort of the chicken or egg. You know, now it's like, okay, that's working. Let's put a little more time, money and energy into that and see if it pays off. You know, if we can get five or 10 more folks trained and up to speed more quickly. What used to take five or 10 years to train somebody to do because they spent four days a week on a broom and then after lunch on Friday, he said, hey, come here, let me show you how to do this. If, if we can coach them and, and, and now this trifold with this expectation, it makes them go to the lead carpenter maybe and say, hey, I know you're running crown this afternoon. 
like I'll stay 30 minutes late and clean up on my own time. If you'll, if you'll show me how to do that, cause I got to get those boxes checked on my drive. Yeah. So is there a, is there any kind of, you mentioned the testing for the architect and stuff. Is there any other kind of testing that says, you know, yes, Tim, when he checked that box off, he really can cut or frame a, a window opening properly, or is it just word of honor? Right. It, 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 to some degree, it's word of honor. Now their, okay. their, their, their direct supervisor has to sign off. So okay. they, they take the trifold to their manager and yep. say, Hey, um, I'm ready to sign off on this on this flashing detail. Will you come out and take a peek at it? Because then that's their chance to say you're close, but you know this fin has to tuck under this, or you don't want to have a nail in the flange, whatever that looks like. So, yeah. but it's still just the word of honor at that point. I mean, um, but it yeah, is. Yeah, but I mean, the assumption is that the supervisor is a, a, an honest person. Exactly. You know, I mean, they're not. You know, not getting paid under the table, a hundred bucks to sign off. <laughs> we hope not. We're, maybe, I mean, maybe we're about to find out. Well, maybe just saying that out loud, somebody's going to try it now. I shouldn't have said it. There you know. go. But that, but that's this is such a cool thing where it's deliberate. But I really like the the concept of it's my responsibility as the employee to search out the training and to make opportunity for it. Otherwise. I think that's where we end up with spinning our wheels as you learn this and people aren't, may not be interested in it. If they're not, we'd like them to go someplace else. We want that person who's going to initiate training. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, it puts it back on them. And then at their next yearly review, if we sit down and, you know, they say, Hey, I want to, I want to raise, I want to move to the next level. We say, great. You know, what have you done about that? Where's your, <laughs> where's your trifle? You know? And, yeah. and, um, and again, that's something that's only been around about six months now. So it's, everything is kind of slow to adapt. And yeah. So any kind of, any kind of uh, celebration of success that you've got thought, thought about like a, like at a company meeting, you're saying, Hey, Tim moved up to whatever it is. You know, that's a great idea. I hadn't given that any thought, okay. um, but I think sort of that public recognition is always good. And it may yeah. make somebody else in the room want that recognition. So yeah, I was thinking about universities having diplomas and things like that. Sure. And I was just wondering if there was anything uh, like that in the, in the plan. Yeah. And everything, there's a lot of just loose discussions with that. Yep. But I mean, yep. People are really getting on board with it. So Whereas we kind of joked at Schlegel University at first, like it's our marketing gals coming up with a logo for it now. And it's <laughs> like people get excited about this, you know, because yeah. they, they, generally speaking, we all want to better ourselves. Right, um, right. And, 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 you know, part of this is some of this training will be led by other team members within the company. So right. um, it's an opportunity for them to sort of shine in front of the rest of the company as well. And, and I've seen people sort of elevate through this that I, I really wouldn't have expected, you know, it's, right. it's kind of neat to see your people. Um, really take off and, and see people flourish under a situation like this. Yeah, it's a huge motivator for people to be able to not only participate, but to learn. And I think what I've heard about millennials, you know, they don't want to push the broom for two years before they cut wood. They want to push the broom for a couple hours, and then cut some wood. And so we, we you know, have to adapt to uh, to really make that work. So as we're wrapping up, Chris, this has been Super. I hope everybody's getting some great ideas from it. You're a fairly large company. Uh, not only have you had a really good year, so you have some resources, but you as a co-owner, the production processes are in somebody else's lap. The sales processes are in somebody else's lap. And you're free to do whatever you want, right? Uh, ha, 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 Absolutely. Right? 
but but at what level would you now that you're working on this and doing this at what level would you recommend a company really i don't invest the time i guess you'd say and money to start something it may not be as elaborate as what you've got but to start something that's deliberate in training and that some kind of form structure where where would you say I mean, if you could look back, where would you say that would be a good place to start for a company? You know, I, I mean, I think you sort of hit on something. There's, well, in a, in a way, don't overthink it. Something, commit to something. You know, maybe it's, the, you know, I, I worked in new construction with the, just the builder. It was he and I. I was his right-hand man. And if he would have just said, look, one hour a week, we're going to set aside, you know, Friday right. after lunch from, from 1 to 2 o'clock. Um, you ask me whatever you want to ask me, or, or I'm going to pick one, you know, we're going to go through the building process, starting from foundations and, and going through, you know, final punch list. Um, if you, if you dedicate the time to it, even if that day you say, okay, what are we going to go over today? It's, 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 it, that's where it starts, I think. And again, right. sort of, that's the thing with this Schlegel U is it's, it's, it's now we've dedicated some time to it. People are spending, um, you know, resources. We've got some meetings set up. So, um, it, it can't die. And if you commit to something like that, um, I think anything can be successful. Yeah, I remember years ago, I think back in 2009, I put out a series of audio CDs about the Lee Carpenter system. And that was, that's what happened to me is people go, you need some CDs. And I go like, I can't find anybody that will record them. And finally, somebody just sat me down and said, look, just do it. And so I sat down at my computer with a microphone and I recorded them and people loved them. And I think that's a huge part of this thing is like get off of the bucket, you know, the think bucket and get something done. And I appreciate the fact that you guys are doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And Christy, right, well, this is great. Thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate uh, a little bit of time here. And like I said, I hope some people are getting some great stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for your time. And I'll keep you posted as we move forward. Yeah. Thank you. And Chris, I'm going to be looking for Schlegel University football team in a few years. <laughs> I'll be yes. looking out. Yes. Logo and mascot are first, but then we'll get into athletics. There you sure. go. I'll be the director. Take care. Take right. care. Bye-bye. Tim, we've had a number of great episodes around training a few years ago when you and I really started to when we met and started talking, you were really all about training. When I would ask you about the labor shortage, <laughs> it was about training. And we've had some fantastic episodes that back up this rationale, this thought that you've been talking about as long as I've known you. So this adds to that fact. And Chris even says, as big of the company as they are, um, it was just mandatory based on them controlling their fate as an organization. The really great thing, and I was talking with another guest at another time about this, the really great thing is we're starting to see some progress. We're starting to see people picking up the baton and running with it instead of just complaining about the fact that there's no labor. So I think we've turned the corner. I don't think we're home free yet, no. but uh, people like Schlegel, uh, Chris, and the company there are, are really helping to make a difference. Yeah. Well, once again, we would like to thank Chris Peterson for joining us today. And we always want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. And remember, at The Tim Fowler Show, we're working very, very hard to eliminate that nasty little phrase, it is what it is, from your vocabulary. This has been another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. 
Want to hire Tim and fast track your growth? Visit remodelersadvantage.com slash consulting to learn more. And if you'd like more information about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program, please send me an email at steve at remodelersadvantage.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.